Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Startups Unedited. Today I'm joined by Rune Thiel, who's the co-founder and CEO at Rockstart, which is an Amsterdam-based startup accelerator. Rune, how are you? How's everything? Yeah, hey Joel, thanks a lot for uh, inviting me for this. Um, I'm pretty good here in Amsterdam, thank you. What about you? I'm doing fantastic. I, I really can't complain. I just got back from New York. Uh, we were filming a couple of episodes in uh, in Silicon Alley, uh, which is uh, what they call that area there. So I'm super excited. And uh, again, thanks so much. Why don't you take a quick second to kind of tell the audience a little bit about your background. How did you actually get involved with startups? You've done, when we were just talking about this, some amazing stuff for the Amsterdam startup ecosystem. I mean, just really excited. So if you could just tell a little, uh, the audience a little bit about your background, that'd be great. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll do my best there. So I'm not, I'm not Dutch myself. I moved here to Amsterdam four and a half years ago to set up Rockstarts along with three other Dutch guys. But I think like what really boils down to some, all the stuff that I've done have been around startups, like from really you know, young age, uh, setting up, uh, trialing and failing, setting up my own startups, uh, finally getting to something that would work. And then from there, uh, really wanted to get more involved in, you know, supporting startups, uh, which then I did first in Copenhagen, uh, Startup Weekend and a bunch of other, you know, community focused events. And then at one point, uh, really wanted to find a way to make you know, something more scalable around supporting startups. And that's where Rockstar came in. And I luckily met, you know, three other guys who had the same desire, the same energy and mindset around what we need to have in Europe to, to support startups uh, in growing in this ecosystem. So that's kind of led me to, to Amsterdam. And for the last, you know, four and a half years, been building Rockstar along with these other guys. I love that. And you mentioned your journey being this trial and error kind of, uh, kind of experience, which I think is great. And I think that's something that a lot of folks don't really get that this is a journey and that we are, you know, really going through this experimental sort of, you know, experience. Right. Um, so, you know, what would you say around that? Like, what's that experience like? What's the, what's the ups and downs of the startup experience, the startup founder? And I think a lot of the time people associate, of course, startup, that, that whole term with tech startup. But, I mean, you could be, you know, putting together a fruit stand, right, at the side of the road and still be going through these ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I mean, uh, that's what I did, right? I didn't jump directly on building a tech startup. I came with ideas that I wanted to execute. And I think the difference between the way I did it and maybe other people did it, I would not always um, strategize that much around it. I would learn by doing, by just mm -hmm. jumping into it and, and start building stuff. And that way you get results extremely fast and you start iterating much faster. So I think even that's, that piece, uh, that mindset, if you can bring that, onto other founders who often, in my opinion, take way too long time on strategizing or thinking how the world might work when that perfect product is in the market. Um, that's, in my opinion, not the way to go, right? And I guess with Lean Startup, the whole movement around it, we kind of found a model that can explain us why we should be doing it faster, why we should be going out there faster, and why we should not give a shit about what anyone thinks. Um, but just doing it because we believe this is the way to, uh, you know, to make something work. And I think 
that's the thing uh, that maybe in Silicon Valley and the US should have a lot more of that entrepreneurial mindset where interestingly enough in Europe it's actually not that uh, normal to think like that yeah you know it's interesting because I, I think that's how you discover what the actual business is that you should be focused on right you know if you're an entrepreneur who's trying to you know, let's say figure out a business that let's just say I'll make up a, a you know, a, a SaaS tool or some sort of like, you know, let's, let's say uh, for everyone out there, SaaS software as a service, some tool for, you know, brand marketers, right. To, to create new tweets, let's say for Twitter, you know, like you don't really necessarily understand how they're going to use it or how they want to buy it or, you know, what the exact strategy is until you go out there, in my opinion, experiment with it, throw it against the wall, see what they like, see what they don't like. And then, and I think what you're saying here is if you don't just go ahead and execute and learn what works and what doesn't work by actually <laughs> trying it out, you're never going to get there. And you might just actually over rotate or, or focus too long on strategy and not execution. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, and I think the, the, some of the most, most frustrating conversations I have day to day even is meeting people at events that are playing around with you know, the idea, the same idea on the seven years without actually doing anything with it. Like, this is really where you wanna you know, help them, push them out of their comfort zone and start doing it. And this is where the real magic happens, right? When you actually start doing it, you realize so many things. But to take that step is, is um, yeah, you know, all the uncertainty and insecurities of what might happen uh, plays into that. And this is where a system like we're trying to build with Rockstar, right? It really trying to support that and elevate the entrepreneur and give them, you know, the network and the knowledge around them to be able to do this better. Absolutely. That support system, that community, which folks really, as we've been doing this, you know, show the last year or so and we've we filmed a documentary on on startup culture in, in you know in silicon valley specifically but we're going to actually break out and uh, expand to uh, to other markets you know we really really realize that the community piece right like the support system is incredibly important so uh, you know that that sounds amazing what you guys are up to you know what what are some tips let's say one or two tips that you would give a you know, B2C or B2B founder, irrespective of what kind of business you're, you're focused on building in Europe, that's trying to actually bring the product to market. What are those one or two tips that you would give uh, that individual? Yeah, so when we're talking about it from a European perspective, right, there's a, there's a big difference between Europe and the US in, in the market size. So Europe has a full market is like 360 million. The US is approximately the same size, but the, the difference is that is that, you know, divide, divided into like 29 different countries in Europe. So we're talking about different languages, different tax rules, regulation, uh, culture, etc. So whatever market you approach in Europe, you should be, you should be clear on the strategy that you're going for with that market. And I would say if you're building a B2C product, there are really markets in Europe that are just not big enough. You're not going to make it in that market if you have that as a, you know, the core goal. And even starting there might not make that much sense. So I'm from Denmark myself, right? That's like 5 million people. With most B2B, B2C companies, you're just not going to have a chance of making it. So maybe even from the beginning, you should be thinking a little bit beyond that. You should be thinking, um, are, we, are, we, are we even going 
to focus on Germany or a different country where, uh, you know, maybe similar trades apply, but it's really, if you start there, you're going to gain significantly more uh, traction. Interesting. Uh, that's from a B2C perspective. I think B2B, again, uh, these different countries are also different markets. So I would always uh, suggest for the startup, whatever market they're starting in, that they should try to nail the first market before they move to the next, sort of become a market leader. Um, I think it's a huge challenge to scale beyond your, uh, your whole market, which is really where you start. So you have to be cautious around that. And many startups have this idea they need to go to like 17 different markets within Europe within the first two years, which in most cases is not really the most beneficial way of scaling. So really just focusing on your initial market, selecting a, a, a segment of the larger European market that maybe sort of is similar to each other. So in the, in this case, maybe one country that that's, that's similar to your, uh, your host country, and then being able to focus on being the market market leader within that market segment and then expanding later on. Yeah, that, that could definitely, that can be a way, right. Um, but still being cautious about the, the, the dynamics between those different markets, because it's actually, although, Germany and the Netherlands are really close. Uh, you know, the trades are quite different. The culture is quite different. The languages are different, right? So trying to find uh, markets that are attractive enough as a starting point or a segment that is attractive enough as a starting point that you can, uh, you can go for. Got it. Rune, thank you so much for joining us today. If, if folks want to follow you on social media, what's the best handle to reach you at? Yeah. So, uh, I guess my Twitter handle, Runefield, uh, is the best way to go. Or AngelList, uh, same, Runefield. Perfect. Or, have a, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a, have a wonderful day. And, and I hope to see you in, uh, in Amsterdam later this year. Likewise. Please come by. Absolutely. Well, have a great day. And thank you so much for, you know, for what you're doing uh, for the, uh, the global startup community. And you too. Huh? Have a great day. Have a great day. Thank you.